Today on Bridges, we're going to talk about how for every mess, there is a Messiah. I'm Monica Schmelter, and I'm glad that you could join me on Bridges today where we bring you hope for the journey. Now, for most of us, life is a wonderful gift, but it can get messy. So we're gonna talk about the messy today and joining me to help me do that is motivational speaker, Tammy Whitehurst. And Tammy, so good to have you back on Bridges again. Thank you, Monica. I love every single time that I get to sit down. So it is great to sit down and talk with you. Yeah, and when it comes to messy, I mean, oh. I know like your life is perfect, <laughs> traveling <laughs> right, traveling across the country, speaking every weekend, probably nothing could get messy that way, huh? You know, so much gets messy. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you the major thing, whenever you love what you do, and I love what I do, I can become a work addict. Yeah. And we know that we have to put God first, then our family, then our ministry. And when you're a work addict and you're gone every weekend, that can get all topsy-turvy. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, you can be all bound up in a mess before you know it. Yeah, and you're, I know that you speak in front of very large groups of people. And I would imagine that even during the week when you're at home preparing for that, right, there has to be some pressure, like you're gonna speak and I can see how you'd be a work addict. You just wanna do a good job, but yet you've got a family, and if we don't put God first, what do we have anyway? That's exactly right. Yeah. And if we want to have a good life, you know, in First Peter, it talks about a good life. Yes, it does. And the way to have a good life, we do have to watch what comes from our tongue mm -hmm. because the tongue has the power of death and life mm -hmm. in it. And I have found that the messes that most people, including me, can get ourselves into are things that have to do with the tongue. Yeah, it, it starts with that, right? We say something, then we put X, Y, Z into motion. And if it's bad, it always comes back to get us. That's exactly right. You know, anything in the dark always comes to the light. Mm -hmm. And messy situations are usually messier when they come to the light. Absolutely. Because it was already bad, but That's now right. it's in the light. And so we can just see clearly how messed up it really is. But you said something that just really stuck out to me and I, and I just love it. For every mess, there's a Messiah. That's right. Right, because life is messy. We all have it, no matter how hard we would try to cover it up or wish that it wasn't so, we all have at least a little messy in our life. What do you mean by for every mess, there's a Messiah? For everything that we get ourselves into, and I have gotten myself into a lot of things. <laughs> the Messiah has gotten me through those things. Mm -hmm. And I know I've shown you, you have seen the back of this old yes. Bible before, but I'm gonna show it one more time because for this is full of messes all in the back, Monica. Mm -hmm. And every time that I got myself in a mess or one of my kids got themselves in a mess or any loved one, or I needed the Lord to help me through a situation, I would write it down back here because and it goes just page after page. Why do I do that? Because there are days whenever I wonder if God hears yeah. my prayers. I wonder if he's even there in the middle of all of that mess. Mm -hmm. And when I pick up this old Bible and I turn to the back, it reassures me that yes, he answered this prayer and he answered this prayer. So I always will tell people in the back of your Bible, 
or in a journal, always write the answered prayers that the Lord yeah. came through on. And you know, sometimes God doesn't answer the way we want him to answer. No, either. he doesn't. Right. No, he's not a celestial Santa Claus. No. And we don't get to tell him what to do. Right. Right. I mean, we can tell him what to do, but he's God. He's going to do what is right and what is best. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Always. He can't fail. But I concoct all kinds of ways in which God can work out a messy situation. And he's never done it my way, not one time. Well, for some reason, Monica, we think that God needs our help. I'm telling you, I'll just be like, God, like now, do you see that we need this now? Do you see? And, and he's just like, yes, no. Because I want him in my, on my time frame, my conditions, but our timing and his timing is so very, yes. very different. And that's something that we have to sit back. And I know for me, as I get older, I'm not near as impatient as I used right. to be. But I also see so many situations where in a terrible mess, I have seen people, and I've done it a few times. However, I wish I would have done it more, where I have seen people who go all the way to their knees and they thank the Lord for what he's going to teach them through this mess. Yes. And that takes a lot of maturity. Yes. And it takes a lot of faith in God's goodness, in his character. Yes. That somehow in this perhaps even heartbreaking, messy situation, that there are lessons for us to learn. That's right. That takes a lot. And it's our faith. Our faith is the only way that we can please God. Right. It's not what we it's not all the good deeds that we imagine, but right. that we have faith to say, OK, so this messy has come my way. And God, what do you want to teach me? What what do I need to learn out of this? What might you need to change in my heart in order to navigate through this better? So there's there's all of that. And I found that the more that I ask God, then he'll answer that and he'll give me wisdom. He doesn't always tell me exactly what I'm going to learn, but he does always teach me lessons. And in retrospect, I can see that. And for me, like I haven't written anything in the back of my Bible, but like in journals or, or different ways, when I get in a mess, I'll think, okay, but he delivered me over here. He answered me over here. Uh, did it in a way that I could not have thought to pray or imagine. Yes. And so then that, then I can encourage myself in the Lord because it's like, okay, I don't know the way out of this. This just seems awful and I hate it. But over here, look what he did. And over here, look what he did. And one of the things you said, you said, I don't know how to get out of it. Yeah. So many times when we get knee deep in a mess, mm -hmm. we feel overloaded, yep. overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. We feel underblessed. 
Yeah. And we want to ju just jump overboard. And we see that all the time. Whenever people are so stressed, whenever they are in the midst of a mess mm -hmm. and they can't see through it. Mm -hmm. I have found in those days, whenever I am knee deep in all of that kind of stuff, the one thing that I should do is go to the Lord. But so often it's not what I do. What I will do is I will call a friend mm -hmm. or I will call my mom or I will, I will go to the computer. Mm -hmm. And instead, I need to go to the Lord because in those times when I do that, Monica, the mess gets taken care of a whole lot faster yep. than whenever I try to do it my way, as that old Frank Sinatra song yeah. goes. And, and, you know, we can think that we're not trying to do it our way, but many times we really are. Yes. And, you know, we have this sense of, gosh, this is what needs to happen. So how can I put that in motion? And it becomes a bigger mess. Right. Because, we're, you know, we're stirring the pot or whatever it is that we're doing. And yet I find a lot of times when I'm in a lot of mess, right? Everybody on social media is having a beautiful day. You know, their closets are all perfectly organized. They've got this picture, perfect little family picture and they're eating gourmet food and they just lost 22 pounds and they've got a new workout program and they take vitamins too. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, God, I trust that you hear me, but I'm not seeing anything that shows me that you're hearing me. So what about me? You know, I really think that social media has turned into something that can make us get mm -hmm. all turned around and twisted and everything else because it makes it look like everybody's life is this picture perfect image because most people don't put all the messes on there. No. And the people who do put the messes on there, well, people don't wanna hear that. Right. But what I've learned is the rough water that we go through, which what we call messes, yes. a lot of times the rough waters we go through, rough water makes smooth stones. Yes, it does. Smooth stones can take down a giant. Mm -hmm. But what we don't want to do is we don't want the rough waters. We don't want to go through the messy times. Now I'm talking about the times that we have no control over. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about the times when our tongue got us in trouble. Right. right. I'm talking about the times whenever life came at us mm -hmm. like a Mack truck. Right. And it could be that it's a major medical diagnosis. Yes. Somebody going through chemotherapy. Absolutely. Outside, there's nothing that we can do. We can pray, and that's powerful. But we can't. We don't have the power to deliver ourselves or to heal ourselves right that moment. We're going to have to go through. It could be a family situation, being let go from a job. Yes. Being at a job where. You're being asked to do something wrong, but you need the job. And so then you don't do what's wrong and you lose the job. And you think, well, how does that make sense? Right? God, I was honoring you, but look what happened. Those, that kind of messy is really hard. And what we have a tendency to do is we have a tendency to hold ourselves up and get into a corner, go into a fetal position. Mm -hmm. I know I've done that before. Yeah. Go into a fetal position and woe is me. Mm -hmm. And when we do that, we're in a danger zone. Now, yeah. I'm not saying that we don't, it's not right to have a pity party. You can have a pity party, yeah. but just don't, don't make reservations right. for don't it. Don't stay, stay too long. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Because I can see to myself, like what I will tend to do is isolate, right? Exactly. I do what I need to do but I'm going to isolate and not get around friends or right. family. I'm just going to 
hold myself and just try to white knuckle this through because I'm just so miserable, blah, 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 blah. And so I think you said it exactly right. It's okay to have a pity party. It's okay to acknowledge our grief and to cry, but we cannot stay no. there no. Week, week after week, day after day. We've got, to, we've got to rise up out of that in faith that God can help us and we're going to keep walking through the messy just knowing that he's there. Exactly. And a lot of times when it comes to messy, you know, families have a lot of mess. Oh, yeah. When we mix families together, I don't know of any families that don't have a mess. Yeah. And my mother and I will oftentimes laugh and, and say, if we just had a Prozac salt lick that we could put out <laughs> in, front, in front of the door and before any of the family could come in, everybody had to lick that Prozac salt lick, that life would be a lot easier. Mm -hmm. But that's not reality. It's not. So communication is what gets us through the messy times. But before we start to communicate, we need to communicate with the great communicator. Amen. Amen. And sometimes yes. I've had to remind myself that the reason that it could be the reason that nobody seems to understand or that no one is available is I'm not supposed to be going to them to begin with. That's good. Right. I need to be talking to the Lord. So he's showing me by those doors being closed, Monica, get in my presence and ask for my help and I'll sustain you. I'll walk you through. I'll deliver you whatever needs to happen that he's willing. We just have to make him our first priority. That's so good. Yeah. That's so good. And it's not easy to do, especially when it's messy. So we've got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to have a whole lot more messy, but more important than that, we're going to talk about how in every mess there is a Messiah and he loves us and wants the best for us. So we'll be back in just a moment. Don't miss another episode of Bridges. Subscribe to our YouTube channel today where you can find all of Monica's latest teachings. Just visit youtube.com, search Monica Schmelter, and click subscribe. Once subscribed, click the bell icon to get notified when a new episode is available. Thanks for watching Bridges. If you want to grow your faith and understand God's Word more fully, then MonicaSchmelter.com might be just the place for you. You'll find all of Monica's teachings on demand, complete with online extras. Get started today, because truth changes everything. On Bridges today, we are talking about messy. And I'm talking with a dear friend who's a motivational speaker, and she's had more than her share of messy in her life. And she travels around the country sharing how really there's a Messiah in every mess. Now, Tammy, you said something that I, I understood a little bit of what you said. You were talking about how life is messy and family has messy, and you mentioned Salt Lick and Prozac. <laughs> Prozac, I understood. Salt Lick, I have, no, I'm from Detroit. I have no idea what you're talking well, about. Well, you know, when you're from Texas, like okay, me, Texas. Texans have cows. Okay. And not all Texans, but a lot of Texans yeah. have cows. And if you grew up in the country like I did, you always had this big block of salt out in the pasture. A and the cows licked it. Oh. Yes. A big block of salt. And so what we will say often is if we just had a big 
Prozac salt lick <laughs> that everybody had to lick on before they came in the house. Life would be easier, but it's not reality. No, it's not. You know, Texas people, you know, we have all these sayings and we do things different than yeah. some people. Well, I've heard everything's bigger in Texas. I did hear that, you know, so I don't know. I don't Sometimes know. we have bigger messes. Bigger messes. Well, I, that makes a certain amount of sense. But being from Detroit, I had never heard about a salt lick. <laughs> I still remember the first time I ever saw a cow. I had no idea they were so stinking big because I'm from the city. I was just like, <laughs> oh, they're massive. <laughs> this is animals. frightening. And the, I, yeah, it's just a lot. Okay, so yeah, salt lick prosit probably. Is, not practical, but I do see how it could work. <laughs> oh, not practical. But in the South, especially in Texas, you're going to have all these little one-liners like that that people totally understand. Yeah. And, you know, when it comes to things like rodeos, mm -hmm. which I live in a town where there's rodeos all the time. Oh, okay. You will see bulls buck a rider off, and they're in all kinds of mess. They're tangled up. They're matted. And so what happens, you've got a clown that comes in, grabs, gets the bull out of the way, and then these people come and get the cowboy to safety. And they really, <laughs> you know, when you think about that as Texas, but that is kind of like what God does. Mm -hmm. Because God will pick us up and he will get us out of a mess if we will fully depend on him. Yeah. Key word, fully. You know, I've said this before, but God tells us, Surely goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. It can't follow us if we don't move. If yes. we're stuck in the mess mm. and we won't move out of the mess right. because so often what we do is we just, it's like quicksand and we sink deeper and deeper and deeper into yeah. it, which I will tell you as a person who has sunk deep, nose deep down sometimes in mess, we have to make ourselves get up and we have to go forward in a day. Some yeah. people will say, but you can't do that. That's so hard. When you start thinking, now this is going to sound tough to some people. When you start thinking more about others than yourself, mm -hmm. when you start serving others, think of something you can do for someone then all of a sudden your messes don't seem near as right. mighty. And even if they do seem, mm -hmm. still seem huge, at least you're doing something. That's right. Because to do nothing is yes. to do something. So if you say, well, I don't know what the next right thing is. Since you're in a mess, you probably know that's not the right thing. So you, because God, you know, he can direct us, but we have to take a step by faith. We yes. won't sense that he's moving us if, we, if we're just standing still. And so I do think that movement is important. And of course, we want to pray and ask God to help us take the right step. But then we've got to take that step by faith so that we're not stuck in messy and in heartbreak all of the time. Mm -hmm. And I do think that serving others can be so helpful. In, in many ways, it's just as good as counseling and therapy. Yes because we get our minds engaged. We, right. we talk with other people. We can be encouraged by our conversations with others. Sometimes we can say, hey, I didn't have it so bad. But even if we still think we have it so bad, we just get a perspective of that's not the whole world. There's other things, wonderful things going on. And a merry heart does good like yes. medicine. Yes, it does. If we're gonna, we all need a whopping dose of that. Yes, we do. But sometimes the way that we stay stuck in a rut is that we will say, I'm glad you said step out on faith because that reminded me of something. 
a lot of times we will step out on what I call one-footed faith. <laughs> we will step out on faith and we'll say, Lord, I'm giving it all to you. Mm-hmm. This mess is going to go all into your hands. Mm-hmm. But we step out on one-footed faith and we keep that back foot, that back leg firmly planted just in case Jesus doesn't come through. That's right. That's right. But what he wants us to do, Monica, he wants us to jump in with both feet mm-hmm. and to trust him and believe him because the truth is when we are knee deep in a, in a in a mess, we often think that God can't help us and we have to figure out how to get out. Right. Then he'll help us. Right. That's right. And I, I think what's important, like when we say step out in faith, like if someone doesn't understand that or they're just in uh-huh. such a mess, one of the first things that like I can ask myself is, okay, so I, I may not know what's next, but I need to obey what I know. So if there's unforgiveness in the mess, I can start praying to forgive and start walking out on that. If there hasn't been enough prayer, you can pray. If it's to go help someone else to love your neighbor as yourself, right? There's all kinds of things that we know to do. So start with what you know. And as you step out on what you know, God will give us additional directions as we need them. Not a second before, but as we need them. Perfect timing. Yeah. And he tells us repeatedly. Some people have said that it's over 365 times. I've never counted, but they say that he says, I've never counted either. Fear not. Mm-hmm. I am with you always. Yes. And so often the reason why we stay tangled up in a mess is because we don't believe fear not. I am with you. Right. We are so fearful that he's not with us. Right. And if we remember whenever our little kids, whenever our children were little and they would, they, their shoestrings would be all tied up yeah. and in a mess and they're just, you know, they're in knots yes. and they're double tied. And we're trying to untangle that mess and they're kicking their feet yep. and we're saying, just be still, mm-hmm. be still. Mm-hmm. The same applies to us. Yeah. Our father looks at us as his children. And if we will just be still, he can help us untangle That's this right. mess. Because he sees the knots and he knows right. how to get them unknotted, right? We don't. What we do is like you're talking about your children, right? They see the knots. They don't want it there. So they kick their little feet because they know that that's not a good thing. But what they're doing is absolutely not helpful. Right. And how many times do we take one step forward and three steps back? Oh, my gosh. I have done it repeatedly in my life. I have too. Until I take those three steps back and I fall. And whenever I fall flat on my face, the only way I can look is up and I've got to do something to get me out of this pit. And what always gets me out of the pit is the promises that I can find in his word. But for some reason, I get amnesia and I forget them for a while. You know, and I believe that most of us do. We have to remind ourselves. So whether it's reading his word for the promises worship music that will remind us of of scripture and the promises. If we don't keep that going, we will be forever stuck. He is the only way out. That's exactly right. He's the only way through. That's right. And I love how you talk about worship music because, you know, what we put in our mind Mm -hmm. is what will come out of us. That's exactly right. It's very important to listen to music that glorifies the Lord Mm -hmm. because that keeps us in the right in the right mind frame. So often, you know, you can listen, if you listen to the wrong type of music, let's say, for instance, 
you're listening to old love songs from 1970s, <laughs> and it takes you back to this place mm -hmm. that you don't need to go to. Mm -hmm. It takes you back to this place of this perfect person mm -hmm. that you let go. All of a sudden, you are that song is just reminding you of all of that, and you have got yourself in a mess. That's right. That is what happens often, is we open the door to the enemy. And when we open the door to the enemy, he will swing it wide open. And sometimes yes. we go through it. We do. And sin always takes us farther than right. what we were thinking. We usually think, well, this is just a song. I'm just going to linger here. I'm just going to saunter talking to this person. No, it's not a good idea. I know that, but I'm just going to do that. But we can get caught before we know it. And then there's yet another mess. But yes. the only way for a new perspective and to renew our mind is both the word of God and worshiping him. And as we worship him, we can't be worshiping our problems and elevating ourselves to that place. We're thinking about him and how nothing is impossible with him and how he loves us. And everything begins to change in those moments. Right. And it's about awareness. Yeah. It's about awareness. Yeah. I know, you know, a lot of people will say, we'll talk about resting face. Now, I don't have a good resting face because my mouth will turn downward. People will look at me and they'll say, are you mad? Are you, what's wrong? So I never heard resting face either. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you right now, your mouth doesn't turn down. So you don't, your face is fine like okay. that. But mine, when I'm just sitting, all of a sudden my mouth will turn down. So I have to be aware of the fact Oh. that I need to smile or have an expression. Otherwise, <laughs> I have this look that says I'm just mad. I'm in the middle of a mess. And people are wanting to find out what's wrong. Mm. Awareness. Whenever we listen to that song that we talked about a while ago, yeah. I think the Holy Spirit is going to say, you need to turn that off. Exactly. We know. When we, we walk know. into an area that, that we don't need to be, the Holy Spirit is going to say, I, 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 you need to step back. But so often we step across the line, mm -hmm. not back from the line. That's right. And when we step across the line, that's when I get in trouble. Yeah. Well, that's when we all get in trouble. You know, he, he always shows us with every temptation, he shows us the way of escape. And when we're in a mess, we are looking for consolation usually comfort. Yes. And so if we're turning to the wrong things, the Holy Spirit is going to give us a nudge, but the Holy Spirit won't make us won't, won't violate our free will. We have to choose to renew our minds. Free will is a powerful thing. Sure is. Sure is. And we would be robots without it though. That's right. That's right. So it has to be there in order for us to have a real relationship with Christ. Yes. We have to have free will to either choose that relationship or not. So free will is a, a part of this and we have to choose to renew our minds. Choices. Yeah. awareness, and for every mess, there is a Messiah. I think that's so good. So I hope that everyone that's watching today, whatever mess, they'll start looking to the Messiah yes. for those answers, for solutions, for what they need to step out. Because life is messy, mm -hmm. but he's always going to show himself strong. And we are out of time again. But thank you, Tammy. Thank you, you so are much so for welcome. Today. Thank you so much. I've enjoyed it. Stay tuned. Monica will be right back. Don't give in. God's word says you're an overcomer. It takes training. It takes discipline. 
And so when you're fighting that good fight of the faith, you take your story, whatever it is, and you saturate it in faith and you fight for it. Visit MonicaSchmelter.com to schedule Monica to speak at your next event. Join the Bridges community on Facebook. Visit Facebook and search for Bridges with Monica. We would love to connect with you. If you want to grow your faith and understand God's Word more fully, then MonicaSchmelter.com might be just the place for you. You'll find all of Monica's teachings on demand, complete with online extras. Get started today, because truth changes everything. Our hope for the journey today is that for every mess, in every mess, there is a Messiah. And so we can choose to keep our eyes on the mess or to keep our eyes on Jesus Christ, the Messiah. So however stuck we may feel, however messy life gets, and listen, messy happens to everyone. We can be in messes of our own making, and sometimes there are just messes because we live in a fallen and because we live in a broken world. But whatever the source or the reason for the mess, Jesus Christ is the way through. He's the way out. Keep your eyes focused on Him. Pray. Read His Word. Obey what you know and step out in faith on what you know and God will direct you. Now, He may lead you through a process in that mess. He may deliver you in a moment. But the thing is, we have a Messiah, and He is faithful, and He is trustworthy. So don't keep your eyes on the mess. Keep your eyes on the Messiah. I'm all out of time, but I'll see you next time right here on Bridges. Feeling stressed? Let's take better care of you. I'm Bonnie Gray, the host of Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.